What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. So no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. So it's been uh, raining pretty much off and on for what two hours now? Yeah, we had, and, and we other had things, frozen things hit the roof of the studio. We don't normally. I don't. I hate doing weather talk on here, except when it, it is when Wait, it's actually relevant to let news. Let me unzip my pants. Yeah, I know you really get into it, Flyboy. <laughs> Flat's where they call me Flyboy. Oh, get it? God damn it! I didn't mean to make that joke. I oh, God, I hate this. <laughs> No, I was. I, you, you killed my joke with another I, joke. I know. So sorry. I was coming around to something. It was like, I, have you okay, ever thought fly. about building a, a a carbon fiber and or composite arc? Because uh, I'm I'm a little worried about getting home tonight. Um. Well, we have actually. There is something that's useful for that. We're down there right now. There's a pod. Pod. Of uh, shaped like a really terrible rowboat. Of a sailplane down there that you could actually probably fit in and use to oh. float. It's down there. Do you have a paddle? In fact, I do. You want to know why? Because it was the pattern made out of G10 to make the paddle for Blackbridge Breweries. Oh, I have that pattern. And it's hanging. Oh, that's funny. Oh, well, that's. Good. I'm glad you have that that paddle. Okay, so at least I'll get out of here. I didn't know. I didn't know I was a prepper. You're I'm apparently the- a prepper. <laughs> you have the fuselage from some fucking badass glider or whatever, boat and a also and a, a and prototype a of a paddle, and that makes me a prepper. Ridiculous. Okay. Anyway, I have a confession to make that I'm sure people who listen to this and have listened long enough will find funny. We're talking about weather still? Or no. Not? Fuck, okay. No. Fuck All the right, weather. Thank you. About my shoes. Uh, no. Okay. No one cares about your shoes. Yes, okay. you bought boots. We get it. Awesome. Well, I bought three pairs of boots. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Four pairs. Four pair. Do I hear five? Do I hear five? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm listening. I finally broke down and started watching Yellowstone. Oh dear. I started early, early on. Oh, did you? Yeah, early. Uh, just and I thought, okay, this sounds like it looks like an awesome fucking. Se- it does look that. Like, I don't have the time to do this. I seriously, I, that's where I stopped doing it. it was because the last full series I think I watched was Black Mirror all the way through. Yeah. I think. I think that was it. No, that's not true. Because after Black Mirror was you turned me on late because I was late. It was the newsroom the of newsroom? Course. Yeah. So which that, now that you've made, seen that. Uh, that counts as five different series because you've watched it at least five times all the way through. At least, yes. Anyway, go anyway, ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I broke down and started watching Yellowstone because what would happen was I feel like either I was talking about it or my friends were talking about it enough around me that my phone picked it up and that made it over to YouTube. So my YouTube algorithm started showing me the little shorts yes. of clips from Yellowstone. Yellowstone and I'm yeah. like, God damn it. I know this is probably the primo shit. And I'm going to get them now too because everything's listening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, it, even if those clips are only the primo shit, and they br- build another forty-five minutes mm-hmm. of an episode around that badassery, then I fucking have to watch it. Mm-hmm. And then I started really digging deep, and I knew this because I'd been told Charlie had told me this before, and I think Lisa told me years ago that, like, I, I the only reason I ever clowned on Yellowstone is that there is a certain it has had a certain effect culturally. Yes, on people, and it and it kind of cracks me up. I'm not judging one way or the other. I'm just saying it is a fact. It's kind of like not not the same effect with the same group, but kind of like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey or something. You're saying like it's well, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey was a very unhealthy, unnatural, yes. and unrealistic uh, portrayal of BDSM and those kinds of situations. But it did open up a broader conversation, so that people aren't just doing the vanilla sex after with the lights off. Vanilla sex. Uh, that was yeah. a movie. No, I'm sorry. That was Vanilla Sky. It was definitely Vanilla Sky. I'm kidding. The the lights off at yes. post Chili's fuck session every <laughs> every other Friday night. 
You know, that that kind of thing. Chili's should leverage that to, hey, you want to get it on with your thing? Come, hey, come to Chili's. Do for you the, like sex with the lights off that's super boring that leaves your wife get unsatisfied? Two, get two Presidente margaritas. Get two Presidente margaritas <laughs> and a condom for eight ninety nine. <laughs> Like are you are and they can make a condom that that would break and they would know this because they need to create more little chilies. Oh my God, more, more little chilies customers. <laughs> they need to you get like plan two ahead. southwestern egg rolls and a Viagra for twelve ninety nine. There's your date night. I'm, I I swear we're gonna get a season desist from Chili's one of these days. Oh God. Uh, or or it's just good advertising for them. They're like, oh yeah, we definitely want the boring vanilla sex crowd to show up there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh no, what has happened? Like the like, uh Yellowstone is. It, it, you can draw a direct correlation between, uh Yellowstone, Yellowstone's popularity and how ubiquitous it's become, mm-hmm. like and, and culturally relevant, and the trajectory of Carhartt stock and the amount of shit the Carhartt stuff that people wear. Oh my God, that's a it's good. So as a as an investor and a person who like that's a good. Yeah, it's like we got to really watch culturally. That's a good. Like everybody's looking at this, right? It's like if there's something, some new thing comes out, like a new oh, suit yeah. that's hot. Yeah. Okay, what are they doing? What are they wearing? What are they? You know what I mean? Then we figure out what retailer is kind of specializing in that. Yeah. Or we should even go beyond that. I'm sorry for going on this tangent. We should see that what's happening, and then just become a reseller. We we can be what what is, what is it called a drop shipper? A drop shipper and for we, Carhartt. We, yeah. We'll just create a fucking. I, I almost don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> I like. I grew up as Carhartt being the be-all, end-all of outdoor workwear. Oh, yeah. And if you work in an industrial setting, uh, it was always Dickies. Yes. Dickies pants, shirts, hats, we shorts, have a new gloves, with our, everything. We have a new with our Cal Ranch. There's a shitload of yeah. Cal Ranch right now. But they, they, can't keep, today. they can't keep most of their shit in stock. Yeah. It was a good move for them to come here. Oh, yeah. Like, we need more well, retail. Yeah. Like, Kingman doesn't need, oh, stores don't come here. Yes, they are, and they're and fucking killing Cal it. Cal Ranch is an awesome fucking and store. And also, I love Harbor it. Freight's killing it. Whether you like yeah. them or not, they got some shit that you can get in there and buy cheap and I noticed modify. your... He he got not the oh. not the shitty low rent red Harbor Freight. Oh, you I got, got the, the high end yeah. blue Harbor Freight. But by the uh, way, box. I've also bought more Harbor Freight stuff today. I bought gas cans because we're draining the fuel out of that airplane. So I had to buy more fuel cans. cans or gas cans. Fuel, excuse me, yes, and uh, and uh, some other things too from there. I'm going yeah because and they actually have some name brand stuff in there for abrasives. They and do. other things. Yeah. It's not just all. I think early on. And we're gonna pull back here in a second, but I think early, early on, they were really all Chinese crap. Always I think, and and it still mostly is. It is, and now, yeah. but that they are expanding a little bit more to get. But other I mean, their name brand stuff, Milwaukee stuff, is made in, is made in China. Sure, everything. Let's not kid ourselves, right? Yeah, let's not. We're not going to stroke ourselves. There's very like Craftsman right. is not American made anymore, as no. far as I as far Correct. as I know. Any fucking way. So Carhartt, all the Carhartt. No, it's just fine. I find it funny. And then you see guys like, and then Charlie clued me in because I had some guys come in uh, uh, maybe a year and a half or so ago into the bar and ask, yeah, let me get some yellow jackets. I've never heard the term yellow jacket for a Coors banquet. I've heard yellow belly. I've heard yellows, yellow, yellow belly, yellow, yellows, stubbies, all manner of, of different things. But I've never heard yellow jackets before. So here's what's and interesting. And that was an interesting thing. And then I, and Charlie heard about it. He started struggling. He goes, those guys watch Yellowstone. And I was like. Is that what it is? They like, call yeah. those yellow jackets? Yeah, they call them yellow jackets. And then I started at like looking into it, and it is northern Midwest and and like just Wy- like Wyoming, Montana, um, Idaho. It's just a it's just a regional dialect okay. kind of thing. So to call them yellow jackets. I, but I, here's one thing I didn't know, and you can correct me. I mean, did was Coors around back then? What do you mean? When Yellowstone was around? To call Yellowstone. Yellow- Yellowstone takes place in modern time. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was for some reason. I thought it was not. There's two spin-offs that take place prior. Oh, okay. That is about the same branch and sorry. being established, or, I, or and then later on. I did. No, Yellowstone has helicopters and shit. 
Well, they had helicopters in the 1700s, 1800s. Oh, it, right, that's true. And especially the 1700s during the Revolutionary War, I remember. I think it was, t- never mind. We're not Airports. Gonna go, we're not going to go. Anyway. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny to look at the cultural, like, things that, like, really, like, yeah. the, the characters are wearing, what they're drinking. But also, I think it's, fu- like, I, and I and I text Charlie this the other night just because I didn't know this. I thought these, there are these musicians that, that have gotten popular because of Yellowstone. I just assumed they were on the soundtrack. They're in the fucking show. Oh. One of the main cowboys is a guy named Brian Bingham, who is I've been listening to for a couple years, maybe three years. An mm-hmm. old uh, former girlfriend got me turned on to him. Him and Tyler Childers and Sturgill Simpson and all those guys. Okay, but uh, Ryan Bingham, always oh, an incredible singer songwriter. He's also a decent actor and right. and can you know ride horses and shit. So he's on the show, at least in the first season, folks. Don't come at me with what happens later on in the next three seasons because right. I'm only in the second season. And I'm not sure I'm going to watch Yellowstone at all. I'm I not. Think, I'm not I, against it. Well, I'm just saying. so. And looking at the other things that Taylor Sheridan has been a part of, ma- namely Sons of Anarchy, it has that kind of tone of sure. almost like a, a soap opera. But for some reason, it's more. I feel it's more dialed back than Sons of Anarchy because I had to tap out of Sons of Anarchy after a season and a half. I did too. I thought I'm not gonna. I'm it's not too much drama. Really, yeah, but Sons of Anarchy did the same thing though, man. The, I did start watching that. And the, I quit. The sales of motorcycles sure fucking skyrocketed. I don't. Yeah, the le- uh, leathers, all the associated. Oh, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but it's, you know, we all kind of want to be a badass. I get sure. it. Sure, inside everybody does, and then you do that. And but, but the he, neat, he, go ahead. The neat thing about Yellowstone is, is that it really portrays the modern day cattle ranching, from what I understand, pretty fucking accurately. Okay. And like the bleeding edge of using technology to track your cattle and this, and that, and the other, and uh, and big ranches. But also, not only that, they really get deep into the politics of expanding these small mountain towns uh, to cater to weekenders or people that want a second home, rich people. Yeah. Namely, Bozeman. Which has been going on a which long is, time. It really has. I mean, remember when... Uh, Up there. I, uh, uh, God damn it. Not... Uh, Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. Coeur d'Alene Lake. Yes. Up in northern Idaho. Yep. Back in the 90s, that was where some of the first celebrities I ever heard of going out to the middle of nowhere because they wanted to get away from L.A. or where or New York. Yep. That was where they were going. And you had Schwarzenegger... Uh, Patty Duke, and what's her son who was in Lord of the Rings? Sean Astin, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis, and Demi Moore back in the yep. '90s. They I they were the, one of the first ones yep. to buy a place up there, and then it just kind of spread like wildfire to uh, Jackson, Wyoming, and mm-hmm. this and that and the other. And apparently, Bozeman, Montana, and this is a real fact, has like doubled in population in the past ten years, mm-hmm. and it's just people moving in with lots of money, mm-hmm. opening up little boutique shops that. Like you're not, you're probably not going to see a gelato shop in downtown Bozeman twenty years ago. Right. You're going to have you fifteen think, tax think, shops there, you think which the is people, useful. I'm not going down this road. Do you think the people up there were com- complaining and not wanting to improve to make the house, the, the town, a little cuter and more? Uh, uh, I, <laughs> I just I'm, wonder if they. I'm sure that they were. That there's there's that faction of people that that have been there forever. That have been there forever. They like things the way it was, and but the abrupt change that had zero regard for the people that kind of had driven the town. Uh, Forever, because it wasn't known yeah. as an urban center. Yeah, there was fifteen or twenty thousand people there, right, right? Right. But those are the people that are running your banks, your hospitals, your schools, your this mm-hmm. and that and the other to support all the gigantic ranches that are out there. Right. So I'm like watching this, and and it, and it really does go on both sides. And then and then in, in Yellowstone, there's a whole other faction of the uh, the the native uh, Native American reservations that's mm-hmm. also near the near this area. So you have that added thing and, and them trying to open up a casino and this and that and the other. Just really interesting stuff. And it's 
pretty fucking accurate okay. because I didn't I didn't know this until maybe six months ago. But the guy who's like wrote it, directed, produced it, and sometimes is on the show himself. Mm-hmm. Taylor Sheridan, he wrote both Sicario movies and directed those. You ever see those? Yes. Yeah. Incredibly well done. Yeah. He was one of the dudes on on Sons of Anarchy and so on and so forth. He grew up in Wyoming on a ranch. So he knows. He knows his yeah. shit. Like, he so really knows his shit. The other thing is, too, a lot of this talent that we all know. And owns a ranch in Texas. Okay. So th- there's a tremendous amount of producer and directing and money going into not it used to all be in the movies, right? It was all controlled that way. But now you have, you know, then there's, of course, there's television stuff. But now with the internet and all that shit we have you know netflix amazon name all these other networks that are doing this right. shit uh the other uh, services uh disney they're all producing their own they probably need some more good actors too you know yeah. I mean, there's so much going on now that is not going through hollywood at the moment with these new ideas and again new new people that are born in these areas that have money to back it up yeah to do, speaking of money and how much money is out there and stuff to do like my friend tom valentine he knows the right people who can help us with our museum thing and he's you know he's He's told me numerous times as well that we just got to get this money. You know, it's out there, the right people. And they, they do have enough to throw throw around. But anyway, that's the whole point is there's enough talent there to show this stuff. And the movies that are like uh, – or, or the series that are like Yellowstone or uh, Sons of Anarchy and, hell, Breaking Bad was – was that Netflix? No, Breaking Bad was AMC. AM, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But that's a whole other th- – Branch that right. went off and did all these tremendous stuff, but Breaking Bad really, really took off when it went when it st- they started streaming on uh, on on Netflix. Right, and like I mean, season it, two when that I think I think it was season two was the first season to really like be dropped in its entirety on one or maybe season season one and two or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I remember when it happened, and that's when I started watching it mm-hmm. at the urging of of Tyson. Actually, was the one mm-hmm. who told me he's like, "Dude, you need to watch this," and I'm like. Yeah, I could just look out my window in Kingman to see that. I don't really need to watch <laughs> meth manufacturing and consumption and distribution right. uh, on TV. Right. And I fought it because I'm like, ah, that's a dumbass. That's a dumbass idea for show. And I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I resisted the Yellowstone thing mostly because I just felt like I didn't have time. But then I was started getting really bored with things. And then I've read, I got kind of read a bunch. I read a bunch over the past like five to seven months. And then sometimes I just get bored with reading, which I never thought I would ever say, but mm-hmm. sometimes you just do. Mm-hmm. And I want to sit and watch something mindless. But it, amazingly enough, the show's not mindless. And, no, it, and I'm, it, I'm sure it's good, and that's why I don't want to start watching it right yeah. now. There's no – see, and uh, somebody told me years ago, well, you want to sh- shit on these super popular things, but there's a reason why it's popular and a lot of people like them. It's got to be good. That's not true. American Idol was shit. Right. Most of those stupid competition shows are fucking the the voice, and I just right. I can't get into them. I, they do not interest me. I'll right. watch them for five minutes. Yeah, like, this is that's staged not a good, and planned and fucking stupid. Yeah, that's not a good argument. It's not yeah. at all. That's a terrible argument. Yeah, what, I understand why one would right try that argument, but it's it's, it, not it's a good just full argument. of holes. Like yeah. all you have to do is scratch below the surface, and it's yeah. immediately full of holes. But I'm glad I started because now I've, I started watching it on Thursday. I'm now halfway through th- season two. How many seasons are there? <laughs> uh, four, I think. And are they still as of right now? Still yeah, it's still going? on. Okay. Yeah. And it, what network or what uh, platform are we on? Um, I watch it on the Peacock, like on the streaming, the okay. NBC streaming thing. But I think it aired on something different, or it was on Paramount Plus or something. I don't know. Is it on Amazon? I I don't know, man. I can't answer that. I just watch. I know how no I watch it. Right watch now, on. So we can't watch really you have no internet. I have internet. Oh, you do. In my house. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's not being fucked with. Yeah. They're fucking with us, Joe. They're fucking with us. Um, but the um, anyway, uh, I was going to say also what kind of bothers, bothers me a little bit about like I and I quote movie lines all the time throughout the day out here, not just to be goofy or funny, but 
if something is impactful, like the story I was told you what happened here earlier today, mm-hmm. yesterday, and I, I said, from this movie, there's this line. I said, and, and these things, when I go there, movies do have an impact on me and in this way, in that I have fought things or done certain things because of certain things in movies that made an impact on me. And I believe them. If you do this or you can fight this long enough, you can win. I believed it, and I've kind of been successful in a few areas with it. What bothers me about a lot of these shows that have really good heroes in them that everybody loves, millions of people identify with, and all that said, why aren't more people fighting then? You know what I'm saying? Why, why isn't, if you can, oh, yeah. it, it, has, yeah. it has an effect on me to where maybe not in a good way all the time, but I'll go, I really like that. I'm going to re- take that with me and remember that, and I'm going to try to be better in this way or maybe make sure I'm careful not to do that in that way. Or, you know, if you're the underdog and it really is a just cause, I'm going to maybe leverage it a little bit differently or not forget it so much or something. Yeah. It just seems that a lot of people are that's good enough to watch it and know that someone else did it fake out there and it feels good to them. Like they know it's almost like it it settles them enough or they get all riled up and then, oh, yeah, the hero came in. They solved the problem. And then they're calm now. Yeah, they, they don't. They, they just don't then, have that fire. And, in their and belly. then they, they can go to sleep, and everything's okay. But well, I think a lot of a lot of the reasons, and I can kind of attest to this as being one of my own things, is like uh, one of my hangups with big fights like that is that what's the payoff? What what is the payoff? What's, what's what the it, result? What's, what's the result what's, you want? What, well, correct, but like, what's what's the payoff? For me, putting in all that effort and all that stress, Somebody, and putting, putting a huge target on my back, and what like risking, say, let's say, like your airport fight. Mm-hmm. If I would have done that, and uh, I, my kid would have probably gotten harassed at school. Right. That I that's, probably that, could have been difference. asked to, to. You can't work at Blackbridge anymore. You're creating too much of a problem. Right. KRMC would have been like, you need to stop. You right. can't do this. You're you're. There are these people that you're attacking in the media and on Facebook and this, and that, and the other are members of this board. You can't be doing that. Okay. This and that and the other. So, I have a, what, I, so that like, makes sense, but I have a I'm response. not done. Okay. So um, I think that's, I'm not saying that's my personal hangup, but it is It is a hangup and, and it prevents people from doing things. Mm-hmm. It's too much risk because they have too much at risk and they're not willing to take that risk, which is admirable, but it's also shitty. So do you so, see what I'm getting at? I think that's 100%. You, you asked the question, why aren't more people doing okay. that? I'd say that's probably okay. the answer. Now, this is not going to help them do it more, but the, the, my answer, a couple answers, is when you really dig into it and you really, it doesn't cost that much as far as, I mean, in my view of young kids, okay, that's a different thing. It's a whole different animal. But a lot of this shit that we've talked about this before that Mike's went on also are kind of paper tigers. You know, people are allowed, and, Correct. and there's a lot of rumors that happen that get blown out of proportion and all this kind of crap. And so, so, but people may not know that. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So they're like, it's just easier to not get involved, you know? So there's that part. So that, that there's an element of, of it not being as big as people think it is. And that's usually the case anyway with, if you're, if you're dreading doing something, usually you just fucking jump the, in and the, do it. Usually the dread is, is way bigger is, than the, is bigger than the actual The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Fucking there you go. Yeah, but that's an oversimplification. It and a, is. And a, it's a gross oversimplification. I understand. However, and another thing. Here's another thing. But if, if someone knows that you're doing the fight, the big fight, like I did, there are others, too, that have done, and they helped, no question about it. So I'm not the only one, and there's other things going on right now in the city that we know about. Um, if you go, what I would like to hear more is, I, I am not going to fight because of this, this, and this. I feel like a chicken shit because of it, but please let me know how I can help in some way some yeah. way. 
There's, and I didn't hear hardly any of that shit. No. I was out there. I, w- I felt there were days that I felt like I was literally out in the wind, hanging in the wind to twist. And where's this going to fucking go? I felt like that without even somebody saying, I will not help and I cannot help. And I'm not telling you I'm going to help at all. But we know you're out there doing this. There's a lot of people on your side. Just know that. Know that you do have some. If it really gets out of fucking, you know, know that you are supported and you this needs to happen. Didn't feel hard. Didn't hear all that either. No. I just didn't. It bothers me. So. And that's why I've always I've maintained this, that you were kind of the perfect person, at least in this town, to take on that like, airport fight. I was fight. told about not only you, but a couple of the people too. Be, just because of the fact that your business is not dependent on the city of Kingman except for not where your employees, bit. where you and your employees live. That's it. Right. Like, you're, you don't have local customers. It's not like some people are going to, they're going to come and boycott your business from fucking I, I, Wyoming I, I, or I something. I don't have that. I don't even have, and I took, I took all my money out of the local banks. People are like, oh, local banks are great. I, I, I only did that. I, I don't like the banks that I'm with. I don't like them. Right. But I did that because I don't want anybody locally to really be involved with anything that I'm yeah. doing financially. None. So, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. And, you know? and look at you now. Right. So, um, yeah, look at me now. Anyway. So, but I really would like to get involved in this series, but I'm not sure. It sounds like a good one, though. Like a really good. I know that you're very, it, you're very, uh, dis, not discreet, very uh, discerning. Discerning. Well, because yeah. it's, I mean, the, the only resource we have that's really just truly in excess is time. And it's very, it's a valuable resource. It I is. I don't think we have it in excess. It is. Oh, yeah, especially nowadays. It's then more than our ancestors. Okay, well, me personally, like free I don't time. think I've got a whole lot of... I, just, I guarantee you have more free time than oh, your grandfather. I, than your grandfather uh, did. That's not a good example. It's not a good example? No, because when he was getting older, he worked fewer and fewer days. He ended up you know, golfing one day a week only because he worked seven days a week, and then he golfed two days a week. And, and slowly three, did that. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm just saying what I What a, I mean is is that the our cars are faster, our phones have simplified things, our technology has freed up if time. If you use it right, you, or, or it's made your time fucking crammed up, depends on how it gets Yeah, leveraged. depending. Yeah, but, but it's all on how you manage it. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't want to waste my time on some show that might be good or addictive, and it, and it trips off all my dopamine triggers, and I'm just, right. like, heavy into it. This is one of those shows I can watch an episode or two a day. I did go on a little bit, a bit of a binge the other day because I just had I had a short day. Yeah, it was cold and shitty outside. I'm like, you know what? This is a perfect time. Sure. So I started watching. I'm like, uh, like 45 minutes. No, not even for like the first five minutes. There's already been a fatal car wreck. Kevin Costner crawls out of it. He was hit. Laid over one of his horse trailers and his favorite horse. He had to fucking put his horse down. And you show him pulling a pistol out and putting his horse down. Mm-hmm. That's the first fucking scene. That's and I was like, oh, this that's how this show's gonna go. Mm-hmm. And that and it just kind of went from there. And I'm like, right. okay. And it's and the character development is incredible. It's very very deep and like rich. I love rich character development mm-hmm. because. Um, that's how I did my characters when I played Dungeons and Dragons. Was right. I, it was a whole fleshed out backstory and all sorts of stuff, and I like watching that because uh, I know a, li- a like, small amount of character there, development. There's so many. Uh, we, well, again, we already use this as an example of one of the good things, but Breaking Bad character development. Oh, it's incredible. That's like <laughs> oh they kind of wrote the book on it. Yeah. Of modern uh, character. Okay, I just got a text from the Spawn. We can finally announce it. Yeah, she's getting married. No. Oh, she's pregnant. 
fuck off. Let just no. She's moving to India to help. No. I right, go ahead. I'm ready. You got any more? No. Well, yeah, but I'm going to stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Friday, May 12th at 11 a.m. in Flagstaff is her graduation. There you go. From college. So why her nursing degree? Why she? Yay, Spawn. Okay. Why is she announcing it now, or what's the... What she, was the why did she text me now? I don't know, because yeah. I'm her father, and I kind of want to go. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like... like <laughs> because I've like, been bugging her for like, a couple months. Like, does she months? now know that she, like, passed her last class or something like that? Was she, like sub- a, she submitted uh, her paperwork for her application for graduation the other day. And they accepted it. Yes. There you go. Yeah. So that's why it's official. So that's a big thing. But also, I've been asking her for a date, because we knew it was going to be the 12th or 13th. Mind if we dance with your dates? Right. Date, what's the date? The date May was what? May twelfth. It was either twelfth or thirteenth. That's NAU's graduation, but they didn't know where the school of nursing was going to be. If they're going to have their own graduation, what day is know. May twelfth? It's a Friday. What's the venue? Probably the the Sky Dome. Okay. At NAU, the big the walk up like Sky Dome. I'm gonna big... wear some of my new boots, Joe. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Paul has to talk about his <laughs> fucking boots. No, no, no. Actually, they're really nice boots. Uh, Thursday boots is the brand, right? Yeah, we're not even sponsored by them. Yeah, we're not. We should be. Yeah, but they are really, yeah, really nice. Yeah, you have boots. to buy them online. There's not the only retail stores. I, folks, I get here today, and Paul's like, "I can't wait to show you my new boots. I'm gonna let you smell them." <laughs> that the first thing makes you yeah, you're gonna smell them. You're gonna smell you're them. Gonna, I don't and, think so. I'm and like, honestly, I don't like. I don't really. I only warm for a little bit. I saw for a little, five minutes with new socks. He goes, "I'm definitely not gonna smell them now." I but said, I did smell, and they smell that high quality. There's no substitute for a high quality, high grade leather right. and that smell. And what I say is, it just it like took me back to going to like the uh, the Buster Brown sh- right. like shoe store when so I was, was a kid. It was just a bunch of leather in there, yeah. The Buster Brown shoe store is it? Uh, well, I don't know if it's still there. I don't. It think It probably so. is. I wouldn't doubt it if it was. There may be still one there. next to the last Blockbuster or it, something like that. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, in the Diners Club. You know, uh, any, although we need to have we have a little village that we'll just have of all the village of ancient shit. <laughs> Montgomery Wards. Oh my gosh, what else is out there? An Everybody entire just, house built out of Sears catalogs. Y'all need to tell us some other ideas for the businesses that'll be in this. Uh, no, downtown Greenville, Ohio, who is mm-hmm. which is the birthplace of Buster Brown of Annie Oakley. Oh, yep, and, and the and Battle and of Greenville Brown. and Buster. And Buster Brown was not from there. That's also oh. where the, but that town is where the KitchenAid factory is, though. I will say oh, okay. that. Okay, nice. But yeah, the uh, Annie Oakley's parents had a tack shop across the street from the Buster Brown. Place which I think is now oh, the okay. Annie Oakley Museum. I just remember that randomly, right. but yeah, very nice boots, handmade. Yeah, like, they are. So th- this company, I don't know how long they've been around. It's not that long, but they are younger. They're probably in their thirties now, maybe forty years yeah. old. But these these uh, kids had some pretty good decent education, probably a little bit of money through family. But they all said, boot selections for our age and going out and having a good time. All that sucks balls either they fall apart or they're way too expensive and they said we're going to fill that market we're going to fill boots that are high quality but not terribly expensive but they need to be made and they start out making them in america go ahead what's the year they started i haven't figured out yet go ahead okay um but all of their leather comes from chicago from the meat industry you know so their leather comes in there and they also i believe they said they were sourcing i think they're either trying or it's happening now or it's evolving into where they're sourcing all their leather from like fair trade and properly treated cows and stuff, not just from Oh, that's the, cool. I think they're doing that. But they have they have a, a some some small factory somewhere in the States, one in Europe, is it Italy somewhere? And then I think and then one in Mexico. Mexico. Um and <laughs> go ahead. 
Go on. Oh, and um, so I heard about them on different news feeds and different uh, YouTube channels. And I went, God, they're really pushing these things hard. Then I started researching online, and then what they have, and then all the super high dollar, high dollar, high markings they get for ratings. And um, so I couldn't ignore any longer. And then, as you know, a few weeks ago, we went out to go shopping, and I bought, I found some nice boots that were really on sale, uh, brown boots, and I do like them. I'm still wearing them. And I said, you know what? I need a different, slightly different style. So I went in and pulled the trigger. And I don't know if it had taxes on top of it, but basically it was 235 bucks uh, for the pair of these boots. Which is nothing for a pair of boots. For decent boots. They have Goodyear welts. They're all made yeah, by hand. They're guaranteed, and the, you can have, get them resold. And there are people that have had them for however long they've been around. I don't have a, a year. There's nothing about a year on uh, online. But I can say this. They have uh, four facilities between North America and Europe. Okay. And everything is all handmade. Yeah. And the only reason they outsource, uh, says here, the only reason they outsource to Europe is because of the demand. Yeah. And had to, and they personally, you know, the founders went over. Yeah. And, and they they're, do. They're, and they're, they, they're in New York City. Yeah. Oh, that's Flat, what, that's flat right. Iron District. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where their so, main, and their flagship facility and store is. So for, I believe this is a pretty high quality pair. It feels like it. It looks like it. And. And I don't see any negative ratings on these boots, like they're falling apart on us and that kind of shit. You know, so they, I went in, I, I did that. So I, I want to buy. They're also starting to make shoes now. You know, men's kind of dress shoes, and you you can spend a lot more money than than two hundred thirty five oh, or two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it, you're usually buying a name, right? And some of these are hold like are names that we've all heard of that kind of fall apart fairly not not immediately, but they don't last that long. But these guys stand behind it, and you can uh, have them resold and all that kind of stuff. So Thursday boots. Yeah. Anyway, so I got a pair of that. Got a pair of uh, original dog Martin Martin boots that I had a '94. Pick. We talked about that before, and a work pair. Anyway, so now I I have the needle in my arm a little bit because I told Joe when I put these on yesterday, um, and I went, oh god, they look good in my jeans. Right oh, now. that was that was what I was going to tell you is that mm-hmm. one of the true signs of a a quality pair of of like footwear mm-hmm. for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And from what I've read, this is pretty much true. Every pair of like high end shoes that I've ever owned, mm-hmm. they are comfortable as soon as you put them on. Yeah. No breaking in, no none of yeah. that shit. And that's what this felt now, like. Now leather hiking boots, absolutely. You that's still different. have to, that's that's completely different. Every pair of leather hiking boots, they're all, like full leather. I've I've dunked them in a bucket of water, put them on, walked around until they dried, and then I never had to do anything else to them ever again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, put your you know, Neat's foot oil and right. shit like that, but like or neem oil or not neem oil, Neat's foot, yeah, Neat's foot, neem oil, neem, not neem oil, neem oil, <laughs> neem oil. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, so check those out. But if, if, seriously, if you're looking for a pair of pretty, oh, and they come to there are no stores, and they do come in half sizes and wider sizes. If you check that out, yeah, like, I did you see can that. Get them in. How wide do they go? Did you happen to remember? I it just said wide. Okay, they but, have regular and wide. Oh, I I thought I actually maybe I'm wrong. I thought I saw you know. E double E triple. Oh, I just saw a W after him, so eh, okay. I can look again. Anyway, I'm not in the I'm not in the market to buy a pair of boots right now. Right, I have I have two more pairs of boots than than I have had in a very long time. So part of the thing is too is that these are kind of all weather boots because of the Goodyear welt and the way that there are other details they have. Where I mean, you don't want to go tromping through floodwaters like in California right now, but but yeah, you can go step in puddles and slushy snow and. They're not going to your feet aren't going to get wet. I mean, they're real actual yeah. boots, and um, I'm happy about that. 
I could got, tell. I got rid of a bunch by of, the fact that you made me smell them. I got rid of four or five pairs of older shoes and older boots, and they're gone. And these old new ones. That's it. That's all. I I don't have a lot more. I don't have like dozens of pairs of stuff. Not yet. No. I hope I don't. You, you, that's one of the problems with the price of it. It's not like it's super expensive, to the point where I can afford it, but once a year. But it's just enough to where, if you work at it and save a little bit of money, you can buy a pair, kind of regularly. Yeah. And then pretty soon you've got way too many fucking pairs of these things. And you don't know what to do about it. I had a girlfriend years ago. We've talked about her before multiple times. But in this regard, when she moved in with me, she had to. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, When she moved in with me, she had to get rid of like six Rubbermaid tubs of shoes that she had. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Like the big Rubbermaid, the big like blue ones. Filled. Yeah. Filled. Yeah. She probably had 300 pairs of shoes. And I'm like, you can't. I don't have space. This is a two bedroom, like one bath house. There's no there's no fucking room. Mm hmm. Well, these are my shoes. Yeah, but they're all shit. You don't have a single pair of shoes that's worth more than twenty dollars. They're all, oh, these look cute at Payless or at Walmart or Kmart or whatever. Right. And in other words, them. in other words, like when you and I went out shopping, I had I needed a pair. Of, I needed this. Yeah, you needed and them. And we were on that mission, and that's what we did. Yeah. And what you're saying is you're window shopping effectively. Right. Oh, those look like you said. These and, look. Cute. And I have twenty one dollars in my pocket. Let's buy those. And she did that just repeatedly, like all the time. Yeah. And I made her. I, I like. Uh, Honey, I get it, but like you can't. There's no place to put these. Like I'm sorry. Like you need to figure this out. And how did this story end? Well, you know, it ended four years later of us splitting up. But oh, you know, she, uh, but did she get rid of some of the shoes? She I did, know. and I convinced her. I'm like, stop spending money on stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Buy quality shit. If you're gonna be a shoe person, be an actual shoe person. Yeah. Well, I don't have money to spend a thousand dollars on you, this. I'm sure you didn't let the opportunity go away. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Which is, you know, pick your battles. And I sure. didn't at that time. I was 20, he said, 25. fuck it. I'm going to, this is my battle right now. And I'm, I'm like, okay. And so I just started pulling out. I'm like, this pair of uh, dress Doc Martens, you know how much these cost me? $75. Oh my God. I've never paid that much money for a pair of shoes. I'm like, no, but you paid that much money for like five pairs of shoes and they're all shitty. Mm-hmm. These are, fuck, I'll keep say, these. I'll put it this way. I bought those in like 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. I just got rid of them last spring mm-hmm. because single buckle square toe monk shoe, like monk right, rovers are right. not fashionable. Right. If they were a round toe, yeah, some or of pointed. Is, some of this is coming back a little square, bit. Not the square toe. Oh, they're not all, the, I'm, I'm not sorry. square chunky yeah, yeah, yeah. toes, dude. Sorry I'm not going to keep those. Yeah, so. And, but, like, I, you, they lasted me 15 years. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and lots and lots of miles. on I mean, Those were Doc Martens. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, uh, I finally convinced her, uh, you know, I'm like, just get rid of these. Throw them away, whatever. Keep a handful. Of, or like, donate your, them. Don't, yeah, I think that's what she ended up doing, was taking them, not to Goodwill, because it wasn't here yet, but, mm-hmm. like, she took it somewhere. But, yeah, it was, I finally convinced her to buy a quality pair of shoes. So, with a tax return, she dropped, like, 200 bucks on a pair of, oh, they have the red bottom on it, Louboutin, Christian Louboutin. That might have been what they were. Okay. They were moderately expensive. Mm-hmm. There's $5,000 pairs of those shoes. But, sure. like, she bought a $200 pair of shoes. When she put them on, she goes, oh, my God, these are incredible. They just feel different. I'm like, that's quality. Yeah. And then she got another pair, and then we were getting into it, more outdoorsy it stuff. It really so. does exist, and a lot of I get it. There are a lot of people. There's, there's some things that you can spend way too much money on, and you're not getting quality. Right. But shoes, like with the brands that we all, the, the top ones that are really like for guys, Allen Edmonds. We talked about that a little bit. You know, one of those lines and some other stuff. Like you, see, you put them on, they're comfortable, and they last fucking forever. Yeah. And if they're if you don't get them, and they're not in style. Like I, I don't mean just these buckles here and there, but I mean just some goofy weird thing. Like, I was watching another my YouTube feed about, um, you're going to laugh because you ready? I'm watching all these things on about old money. 
Of course. Of course you were. <laughs> I would like to be old money. I am not old money. Not I, yet. I am not old money. I am not at all. But they, there's there's things on certain fashion stuff there and said you would be surprised on how for a lot of the really old money, how few outfits they actually have. They have mix and match pieces, but all their shit is... It, it all, it's, and it's going to be in style, not not in not the leading edge, bleeding edge style that goes away a year or two in a new one. They don't buy that. They'll buy something that's going to be classical or classic enough that's going to last them for 10, 20 years, and it's good quality where it's not going to fall apart, whatever it is. You know, a, a pair of shoes or... Absolutely. Or and it can be tailored. Once yeah. you, if you're fatter, you lose weight, you whatever. All that stuff. And they yeah. said you, people will be surprised. They just don't go... Yes, they do have piles of money and they, they spend on other stuff. They spend it more on traveling. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll be in lux- luxury when they get there. They have a nice place to stay when they're there. Wonderful meals that they spend a lot of money on. But their clothes, they just don't, they just you know, go on the shopping sprees and try to fill this hole. You know, they, they, they fill their hole by traveling and experiencing things. Right. That is that is an an aspect or a an element of old money. Old money, right. Yeah. So let's all talk about old money. But anyway, that's that's one example of that too. If you can have literally hundreds of pairs of shitty to mediocre shoes, why not have ten pair that are d- all d- just have wait a, a little bit that have a purpose? Yeah, and keep them yeah. and take care of them. Yeah, and that's what I've been doing lately. Like I have, I, I probably have more pairs of shoes than I than I need. Definitely like, more than I like need. Like what I had to do. I mean, I I kind of made myself do this after we came back from shopping. There was a couple pairs of shoes that I still kind of like, but I, I, I just sat, sat there and looked down and said, when was the last time you wore that pair of shoes? Right. Because money now, if I'm going to go out, you know, up until that point, I wear my, my Doc Martin shoes I've had for since 1993 or four, whatever it was. That's that's my go-to kind of go-out casual pair. And there was a couple other pairs of dark or whatever shoes they were, and I went, I'm just not wearing them, you know? And I didn't want to get rid of them because they weren't in bad shape, but I was not wearing them, so out they went. Gone. Yep. Yeah, and so I feel better now. That whole area over there has fewer shoes, and I don't miss them one bit. Like after an hour, or I don't even think about it. And now everyone that I look at now are the one that you, you know about. They're there, and that's my selection now. When I go out, I pick from these four or five ones that are really decent. It's a whole lot better. And you have less crap. Oh my God! Just having less stuff. There's a lot to say for having less stuff. It's a cleansing purge, isn't it? Oh God, it's a purge. It's a, it's a, it's the squatty potty of, oh God, of spring cleaning. It's the. <laughs> you want to full if anything, evacuation? It's the bul- bulimia. Uh, it's oh. the bulimia of. Uh, you want of you want a full evacuation though when you when you, right? God. This, on that note. On that note, let's take a break. Okay, good. Creek 
afraid of what they might be dollar cost averaging oh i thought it was i am pregnant i was so stressed (laughs) (laughs) was it dollar cost averaging i don't think there's a test you can take to pee on to to see if you're dollar cost averaging or if you're you you might (laughs) actually uh, no did you know that if you uh if a man uh test pees on positive for pregnancy if they peed on a like a pregnancy i'm sure that can happen yeah what happens or what does that mean it's an indicator of uh uh, some sort of like either testicular or uh prostate cancer wow they should advertise i saw this on reddit years ago where like uh i don't even remember i don't remember why the guy did it because he was drunk it might not have been reddit it might have been imager or some sort of other social media but anyway it was uh he just thought it was funny, like his wife, him and his wife found a stash of pregnancy tests, and they now have like three kids. Like, hey, let's all pee, let's everybody pee on. And one. he just was thought it would be goofy to pee on. And it came back all positive, right. and there was some sort of, I don't know if she was a, a medical assistant or an MD or some sort of 
healthcare professional. Theodoric like, Barber, like of, York, Barber of York back like, in the... There wasn't a Barber of York on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Jesus anyway, Christ. She had a little more... Wasn't a witch doctor. Yeah, it was definitely a witch doctor. <laughs> no, this... Uh, this uh, I think she, I actually think she worked at a urology... Like a urologist office. All so right. she's knowledgeable. She probably she was an RN. inside knowledge on this. Yes. Yeah. She knows the pee-pee-poo-poo. Okay. So she... Uh, she puts a comment in there hey uh I'm, i sent you a direct message um you really need to go to a doctor and tell them exactly what you did that you have a pregnant you took you messed around and did a pregnancy test and it came back positive da, 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 because this measures i think it's prostaglandin and some other thing da, 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 and that's how uh you know but you know women have elevated levels of whatever hormone sure. when they're pregnant right so then, if that hormone's elevated, it's a sign of like fucking testicular or prostate cancer, did, did, and what, you need to get checked out. Did he get it figured out? He was did it? get it figured out. Got diagnosed, lost a testicle, and oh, like made a big grandiose like thing and tagged this person in and like, thank you, you saved my fucking life. Like my doctor was like, this is so early on. Like, it's he didn't have to have chemotherapy or Why radiation do or anything this more? like that. I think it's just because it's probably not that accurate. Oh. Well, it can be. And it's not when you have that test is specific for one thing. The FDA has approved it for one thing. Yeah, and there you go. That's and so you can't really publicly say, do this. It's kind of like Adderall makes, you know, ADHD folks able to concentrate better, some, right. most of them. Right. Uh, but to people that don't have ADHD, uh, they can take it and they get tons of energy and focus. And it's a really good study drug that yeah. is 100% off label prescribed by doctors, mm-hmm. uh, usually for college kids. Right. Uh, and just abused by college kids, you know, in right. general. So, but that's an off-label usage. You Which can't. You can't. You, I mean, but people can still do it on their you own. You can do it. And like, say, okay, I think I'm a little scared, Doc. I peed on the thing. And for then, you know, for like, sure. In and, yeah. uh, metformin's another one that's a diabetes drug for type 2 diabetes. But mm-hmm. if you aren't diabetic and you take it, it helps you process uh, sugar and carbohydrates at like 10 times the rate of wow. uh, of, of, of a normal your normal body. And it's a great weight loss supplement, kind of like what the sure. Kardashians have been talking about. Or oh, that, people that have talked about that. Yeah, it's, oh, a, okay. it's a well, it's similar. It's not metformin, but it's a similar drug and mechanism of action, how it's normally prescribed. And if you take too much, you turn into what happened to Kanye, Kanye West. You get or you go you, fucking yeah, cuckoo crazy. Yeah, that's what he. There was too much of that hanging around, and he just started, too much. He just started popping it. He, that guy's <laughs> fucking a nightmare. Um, anyway, dollar okay. cost averaging. Dollar cost averaging. So people out of a finance degree, and I kind of follow all the news networks, not all of them, but a lot of them, and I dick around with it. I've got some investments here and there and that kind of stuff. So I can't help myself but to talk about this because a lot of talk about recession coming up and everybody's worried about it. So, But first I'm going to preface that by talking a couple minutes about investing. Please get invested in the stock market. And I don't mean do day trading and speculation. That kind of, I'm not what I'm talking about. The easiest way, it's almost guaranteed, and Warren Buffett will talk about that all the time. Anybody doesn't know about him. He's one of the wealthiest people in the world, and he started out poor and just basically was make some good choices and in good investing over the years, but effectively it's just steady, slow, steady investing. Well, you, don't, you don't have to go poor and invest all your money, but it's just, and the earlier you start, the better because of compounding. This is the way it freaking works. So finance people use terms that, tend to confuse people a lot or dollar cost averaging ooh you know you can advertise that half the people or more won't even know what you're talking about but I think you sound like you know what you're talking about all that means is you take see if you can afford $100 a month if that's all it is especially if you're really young like if you're in your late teens or early 20s 
you can put $100 a month away into a pretty good mutual fund, you will be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire by the time before you're ready to retire. It's just that simple. Yeah. It's a fucking fact. It's never failed. You go, that's not true. The stock market can crash. I don't give a shit. If you go from when the stock market existed in the day one to where it is now and pick any, say you're 20 years old and you want to retire at 60, pick any 40-year period you know, that overlaps. So the first year to year 40 or the second year to year 41, the third year to 40, pick any 40-year segment and you do the dollar cost averaging for $100 a month for every single month for 40 years. It's recession proof. It's it depression is. proof, you, and it's you, crash proof. What you, yeah. what you can't do is put, oh, I have eight million dollars, or pick a number. I have a hundred thousand dollars right now, and I'm going to invest this this year, and I retire next year because I think I have a sure thing. That's not. That's, that's not how it works. That's just gambling. So that's definitely. not recession proof because you, some stuff could crash right then, and you'll lose half of it. Probably not all of it, unless it's some stupid fake thing like you know Bernie Madoff's nonsense that he did. So, that's it. Dude, there are mutual fund magazines. I'm sure they're all online now, but I remember reading these when I was in college. There are periodicals. The top mutual funds for this year and next year are expected, and they, they just go through and they profile them all. Mutual fund is nothing but a bundle full of stocks that someone just that some, that said they're going to be managing. Someone said, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to call it the, usually give them some big fancy name, like Financial First Trust and American something. I don't know what the fuck. I, I'm making stuff up, but there are, and I don't even know what the top mutual funds are right now. I haven't invested in a mutual fund in a while. But it's easy to do because it's if you're into techs, technologies, and that's what you're really into and you're younger and you really just love this whole idea, there are probably 100 different technology mutual funds, and some have been around for decades because you know, technology really got rolling back in the probably in the 70s and 60s when computers started getting going. And probably IBM's in one of these mutual funds, probably also Apple, probably Tesla's thrown into a lot of them. You know, and and but and some of them you may not like because you don't like the way that they do business. Okay, I guarantee there's one for you, and it's been around long enough. So you take a hundred dollars a month, throw it in there. Well, how do you start it? Okay, you go to a TD Ameritrade, or I don't know if they still still have E-Trade. I think E Trade's still around. I I think so. I think I've right. seen commercials. Th- there's yeah. there's tons of and what what's the you know, Robinhood's one of them? They're still right. around, aren't they? That's yeah. all what the kids are doing is Robinhood. There are things now, there there are apps now that I'm told that Ashley does, one of my employees, I think that she said, yeah, you can go to, you should look into this, maybe you're aware of this. If you buy anything on a credit card, it'll automatically round it up, whatever it is, and throw that into your fucking investment fund for you automatically. Oh, yeah. It's really smart and painless. It's really, you won't even notice it. And then it goes into a certain, like it's a certain amount, it'll go into a mutual fund that you choose, and then it just keeps going in there. It keeps trickling in. That's so fucking easy right now. In my day, you couldn't do that. You know, you had to actually write a check, literally, and send it to somebody, and then they have to clear it, and then it's got to sit in a in a, uh, a money market account, which is just like 2 or 3%, and then you tell them what you want to invest it in. Oh, my fucking God. Now between the Internet and, you know, TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, these other, like Robinhood, it's so easy. So you send them money wirelessly now or with an app that we all have now, just start your account, and they take a tiny, tiny, tiny fee in the beginning, and probably maybe every time you trade, maybe you have five bucks. or I don't know how Robin, how Robin Hood works. I should look it up just to see if it's really interesting. But that's it. Pick a good mutual fund that you trust. It's got a really good track record that it is, has good ratings from Mutual Fund Magazine, and just let it sit there. Don't do a goddamn thing. Don't even worry about it. And here's why it works out, too. Well, how do you get your money out later on? 
when you retire, you can be you can put it into an IRA. You can call that's my IRA. So that's what you do. Then you just simply withdraw it when you get to be sixty or sixty five or seventy, whatever it is. Or it doesn't have to be in an IRA. It can be just in an account. You will pay taxes on the capital gains. You know that will happen, but it's lower rate than what you normally pay out of your wages, anyhow. So you can do you can do it that way. And I'm sorry to really give you the benefit of of uh, dollar cost averaging, which again is just trickling in. You, you buy $100 worth of a mutual fund every month, or call it Tesla stock. Say, I want to put $100 in a month. Well, you can't, you can't buy a share of Tesla for 100 You can buy a piece of it. They're set up now. Right. They'll let you buy a piece of it. doesn't matter how much it costs. Okay. So here's how it really works mathematically. So everybody put your math caps on. Um, is that, let's this say- This is where I just fall right, back and go but, to sleep. But this is, yeah, but this is important. Yeah. So the the- Stock. I'm using Tesla again because everybody knows Tesla. You love them, you hate them. Who gives a fuck? So it's a brand new, newer-ish company, and they're going places no matter what you think. So, okay, the stock price is really cheap now. Somewhere around, I don't know what it is now, but it was like 115 a handful of days ago. Let's call it $100. And you have $100 a month to put away in something. I'm going to buy. I like Tesla for the next five years. I'm just going to buy them. Fine. So right now you can buy one share at $100. That's what you bought. You bought one share that month. Let's say it tanks, which won't go probably down to $50. Let's just say it does. But you go, I still like Tesla, even though Elon's weird. They're probably going to kick him off the being the CEO, maybe, wherever the hell he is right now. And, and the board's going to fix all this stuff, and he'll get out of Twitter, and knows what's going to happen. So now it goes down to 50 the next month, which, it, again, it won't do, just an example. Now you get to buy two shares because you spent $100 again. You're not putting more or less money into it. You're saying, hey, I just bought two shares because they, they were on discount. They're half. They're half off this month, right? Let's say then next year it's up to a thousand dollars a share. Holy shit! Well, you don't want to buy anything that much of it's super super expensive, do you? Because it's not on. It's on the premium. It's not on sale. Let's say. So you buy a tenth of a share. You put a hundred dollars into it, but you can still buy a tenth of a share. So you you don't buy much of it. It's expensive, you know. Share numbers, and you buy a lot more shares when it's cheap. But the number, the hundred dollars a month, is still the same, you know. So. All that is what helps it grow better and better, you know. So that's it. Just it's not magic. It's not trickery. It's not illegal. It's not hoodwinking, buffoonery, buffoonery or ballyhoo. <laughs> it's ballyhoo. <laughs> you and your old timey terms referencing old movies. I heard I another one that was so funny. I, I had to write it down. I said I got to tell Joe about this one. We got to get this one as, as the intro eventually. It was another. It was equally as. Ridiculous! If I would have even said the word to you, you would have just started laughing because it would have been so old timey and and funny. But I forgot what it was. Oh God damn it! You didn't write it down. I'll remember it. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll write it down. What a chip! That was, that, was like that was like a rough, dry hand job with no completion. So sorry. I will. God I will. Damn it! I will bring you to completion. I promise. All right. So let's lighten <laughs> things up a little bit for folks. Are we going to head into? Are we? Does it look like we're headed into Wait, a recession? But first of all, check it out. Oh no! Check out. Yeah, and then also when you get a little bit older, you probably can put more than a hundred dollars in. Right. Then you you know to put in two hundred dollars five years later, put in four hundred dollars. Just keep doing it, in you know, a certain amount that you're not going to really miss. You know, and then maybe even if something really comes up really special, like oh my god, I can buy this house for half price. Literally, I know I'm I'm I can do this. And then fine, pull some money out, take the hit on the taxes, 
even you, with the hit on the taxes and the equity you're getting in the now house. just doubled yeah. your equity. Now you're going to go back like and that, you're still going to do it. That car that I bought, that is, right. as soon as I bought it, it's worth $5,000. It's double what I paid for it. And people, multi- that would be one of those things where I could turn around. I see what you get. Like right. in the, when you look at the end ledger, yes. even if you're taking a hit on taxes yes. and taking out of your mutual fund yep. early, you'll still yeah. be ahead of the game yeah. if you do that. You just can't can't do that and go, oh, fuck it. Now I'm going to take some money out to go get some cocaine and hookers. Now that you can't do that very often. Sorry. So there you go. Okay. What um, if you went really cheap on the hookers and went with meth instead? Okay, so then you have to take the long-term <laughs> effects of meth. It's like, what kind of personality do you have? Can, can you handle okay. the meth? And can you? <laughs> I love the pragmatic approach that sure, apparently no, that no one listened to in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I like that. What disease would be getting from the from the hooker, if any? Is it cheaply, you know, right. solved by it, antibiotics? It, is, is it, it a, be a savvy hooker? Problem? I wonder if savvy hooker has uh, been taken on. Uh, any number of uh, social media. You should start one. Savvy Hooker. Yeah. The Savvy Hooker. That would be a great cooking show. The also, Savvy Hooker. M- making food late at night when they come. <laughs> also, just to make the distinction, you wouldn't want to be a Savvy Hooker because a Savvy Hooker is still going to have to give 50% of her pay to her pimp. That's right. You want a Savvy she Prostitute. She should be that. There you go. Also, I'm these sorry. are dated terms. You should be using sex worker, but there right. is a dis- distinction between hookers and prostitutes. But going back to your point, you need to make. You're going to be hanging out with a savvy prostitute because she may be looking at your nightstand and taking your fucking money out of your wallet. When That's you're true. Bad, so you got to be careful. Then then you've lost all your gains that month from buying Tesla stock cheap. The end. <laughs> the story of the Paul Gain story. <laughs> so don't do that. So go do it. Look it up. Start something. It's easy. Go look up those websites that round up your credit card every time you buy gas or a fucking Snickers bar. Whatever the hell you're doing with your credit card purchases. The shoes, like I just did. Rounds it up automatically. And you can pick up how much you want to round up. You want to round up the nearest dollar? Nearest dollar, five dollars, ten or fifteen oh or something. Oh my God. Yeah, of just course. Just fucking do it. Okay, I'm done. Okay. With that part of it. All right. Recession, I'm going to say no. There's a lot of scare tactics, a lot of scary words being thrown around about recession. One of the th- one of the main recipes for a uh, or one of the main ingredients yeah, in the recipe have for it, in the formula in, in is, the formula of recession is unemployment. Yep, which is very low right now. It's almost as historically low. It's historically low right now. I'm gonna look it up again because it's been a few weeks. I think it's right around three three point five less than three point five. It's somewhere around there. I think. Let's see. Oh, I just almost belched in the microphone. I just got a text from the guy coming in tomorrow because I said, hey, are we still on for tomorrow? Let's see what he says. Uh, 3.5%. Oh, that's as of December. So they haven't well, done, yeah, they we're haven't we're done January, January yet. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 3.5%. Which which bothers me. You want to know why that bothers me right now? Why because that? I know this data the, can be amalgamated in fucking on an hourly basis it, almost. Yeah, I'm sure. It can be. That's, that's one thing that's bothersome about old school finance institutions also they're like we only do these are numbers once a quarter and all that everybody's got to hold on to the quarter data and everybody's holding on waiting to see what it is so we can sell the stocks buy the stocks it wouldn't be as violent of a change and jesus on the one day of the new quarter you know what i mean or the day before or something it's not yeah that makes that makes so recession you have to have price increases that are out of control which we've experienced some of this Uh lately a lot of it gas is coming back down fortunately I think prices are modulating. You can look all this up, but some still aren't. But Do you know something that's really just ke- continues to increase? And I noticed this this morning. Hold on, it, is oh, eggs wait, wait. are oh, still? Gonna, someone said they wow. were a lot, and I looked up and went, "Holy Christ!" Yeah. Now, someone can look this up, and I haven't studied this and why it is that, but I'm sure there's at least excuses, whether they're valid or not, 
behind it. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I have no idea why. I know that something strange uh, is... Uh, Chickens are on trial. Fuck you. I'm not going to push one out today. That's it. That's what they're saying. The push, chickens push are upset. One, push one out. Yeah. Push one out. <laughs> uh, I th- I have a feeling that what is it's a rubber band effect of the fuel prices, the diesel yeah. prices being yeah. exorbitant. Yeah. And now we're seeing that effect when it comes to eggs and other things that have to be shipped. But, like, Safeway has had a sale on their brand of pre-sliced and pre-shredded cheese for, like, five fucking weeks. You can get... How cheap? So cheap. Like normally, it's uh, what is it? Normally four bucks, like three ninety nine, mm-hmm. for one of those pack uh, packs of of like pre shredded, you know, mm-hmm. mozzarella. They're all pretty much which the same is a price. really expensive way to buy cheese. It is a very expensive way to buy yeah. cheese. It's like a quarter pound or half. No, it's like a half pound or whatever. It's like eight right. or ten ounces. Might be twelve ounces. You just can be bothered by shredding your own. But it's been on a quote unquote sale price for a dollar eighty seven a bag so for like much five weeks. Normally it's like four bucks. So that's half off. So there you go. Yeah. Right? Close. So You're close enough to half off. That's So you've got that, more but than then half I off. walk over and look at the... So uh, the last time I bought eggs, uh, uh, the 18 packs of eggs, Safeway brand, you know, large mm-hmm. size, it was like five ninety nine. Wow. It's eleven ninety nine as of this morning. Holy crap. Yeah. kind of want some eggs. Now that you're talking about now it. Now you don't want any. Now, now I don't. But, but, but you know this, too. Like, when I go, I don't have to... I'm, I'm fortunate enough to where I don't have to really, unless it gets really, really wacky, to really, I don't, I don't shop price a whole lot. Right. I just don't. Well, you're not shopping for a family of five or six or something like that. You're not on a budget. And it's, and, right now, I'm not eating. And, well, yeah, no shit. And you're fucking 800 calories a day or whatever. Or I'm down to four or 500 sometimes a day. I'm up to like 550 a day. That's it. I may not eat anything And you have today. such an annoying amount of energy, too. It's like, it's, it's incredible. Right there. there it is. Big old yeah, bowl of a Big old Java. bowl of fucking coffee. Okay, so, but what you can, because I was noticing this, I thought, okay, th- that steak is kind of a lot right now. I don't want to do that. And I said, but I kind of need some protein for my stupid diet. Right. You can fu- you can hunt down tuna right now. It's less than a buck a can. It, that's the you th- can get protein for cheap. You that's can the get the it. strange thing is that it's not all across the board. It's yeah. only specific products, and that's what tells me that something fucky is going on. It is. It's a little bit fucky. I'm not totally conspiratorially, but people are taking advantage of this. Yeah, there are different. There are companies sectors that are right now are taking fucking huge advantage. I'll tell you, know who's going to take a lot of advantage? Uh, the, the biggest advantage here to make some money are local. Like mom and pop, like growing chickens in their backyard. Oh yeah, and selling them because and they. I was gifted. I now. was gifted yeah. a dozen eggs on Sunday. Wow! From uh, some friends of mine. Well, did, did over you inherited past- through a will. Is that how the expensive they were? Yeah. yeah no. Well, I mean that's generational wealth right there. That's exactly what that is. My <laughs> that's my, old my, money. My two talking. dozen two dozen eggs, and I'm officially old money. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, what it was just a couple friends of mine that they they live out in the valley. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, I've known them for probably eight months to a year, and just, just genuinely nice folks. And I've been telling them I'd love to get some eggs once you guys get up mm-hmm. and and running to where you're you're producing more than your guys are consuming daily because mm-hmm. they only it's just them. There's no, uh, there's there's no, they don't have any kids living with them or anything like that. It's just husband and, and wife. And you have to think where the chickens sometimes eat stuff that's in the yard, and you throw kind of garbage to them. Like in other words, their price, their their costs haven't gone up. Correct to produce yeah. these eggs. Yeah, which means so them charging three dollars a dozen. For which is a good farm, number for them for farm raised gigantic fucking eggs. Like I, instead of a three egg omelet, these are like a a two egg omelet, and it's still going to be more than three eggs. Wow! But uh, I've been giving bringing them uh, my old cartons because you mm-hmm. know people have chickens; they always need you know more yeah. cartons. So I keep yeah. I would bring them in like every Saturday or Sunday or whatever, and just leave them at the bar, and they, the guys would pick them up. 
Well, they brought me a couple dozen. Finally, now they're getting to a point where they have surplus and brought me a couple dozen on Sunday. Did you talk about this? What's going I, on? I said, I, well, and I said, thank you so much. I, I was at Safeway last week, and I just walked past the eggs, and it was like, I'm not buying that. I'm mm-hmm. not paying that kind of money. Yeah. And like it was fucking that. That was a week and a half ago. It was like, I think it was nine dollars. It went from nine dollars to eleven dollars in in ten days. See, that's that can't. It will not hold to a point it because enough because people enough, are gonna go. We're not buying. Enough this. people will do what I did. Yeah. and just walk past and go. I have other sources of protein, yeah. and walked right over and found chi- boneless, skinless chicken thighs, mm. which are typically more expensive. Which is, I would like to point out is a chicken. Yes, and the egg. Egg. How? <laughs> right. What's what kind of <laughs> boneless, skinless chicken thighs were on sale? And uh-huh. I got like a I got like a six pound package for like nine dollars or something. Dude, like that. Dude, I was in uh, Smith's. No, yes, not Smith's. Bashes, which got recently remodeled. Uh, yeah. and it's a lot nicer now than it was. And I wasn't there to buy meat, but I was buying I was buying avocado. I'm not coming avocado toast kick. I've discovered how to make avocado toast. You know, if you bought uh, less avocado toast. Fewer avocado? No, Les, go ahead. You tried to correct me in text that one time, remember? And I, I was like, I you tried to see if it would trip me up, and it didn't. <laughs> okay, go ahead. If you bought uh, less, avocado. less avocado toast, you consumed less, you might be able to buy another plane. That's true. But the, I avoc- was just going but the avocados the, like, were on sale. The, bo- the boomer thing. Yeah, of, I'm just going to go to the meat aisle, and there was a bunch of people that were older than me surrounding the meat aisle because obviously something big was going on. They were putting it. It was really good price. I stocked yeah. up on some fucking beef. It was like for a pretty good size. I don't know what the hell it was. Some kind of a sirloin. Probably a twelve ounce or more, thirteen, yeah. four. I don't know something. It's like on with my card or whatever I've got. It's like three dollars and fifty cents or something. Yeah, I'm like boom, done. So here's what it like is: four I, or five of those. I went into Bashes a couple weeks ago and I noticed that their meat prices had not skyrocketed like everyone else's. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people in this town complain about Bashes. Not complain, but they said, "Yeah, they have great, they have great quality meat, but you are paying a premium for." Normally, it. you kind of are there. Yeah. I think their prices have stayed the same. It wasn't really on sale. It's just cheaper than everybody gotcha. else. Okay. You know what I mean? I think they they've just they've they didn't raise their prices sure. for for whatever reason. So I don't know. Now how. when I go, just, I'm going to deviate slightly again. But when I go shopping now, because I'm I'm focused on this certain kind of diet. I'm not doing just keto or this or this. But I'm I'm doing some stuff. So I'm focusing on just a few items. Right. It's easy for me to shop now and go. Yep, I'm going to buy some of those avocados. They're kind of not pricey. Tuna is pretty cheaper now. Fuck it, I'll buy ten of those. Yeah. You know that kind of things. Eggs. Nope. Still not. You know. Love to have. Make an omelet. I would love to have an omelet, but I don't need it. You know, there's other forms of protein. Sometimes you can get, like, turkey sausage. It's on sale, too. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. bad. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, it's, it's quicker for me now to shop. I still like my glass bottled milk for making that latte. <laughs> so You and your fancy milk. Right. So, um, so now we're back on the money thing a little bit. We we're talking about, oh, recession. I'm sorry. Right. There are things that are going up in price. No question about it. Used car prices are starting to come down now, finally. Mm-hmm. They're coming down. Uh, oil is re- reasonable now, which has nothing to do with what the president's doing either way, plus or minus. It just freaking doesn't. By the way, I learned there was a, one of the largest refineries in Louisiana is owned by the Saudis that we have. So, Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, learned, I didn't know that either. So I'm digging more in the oil industry, looking at where all this is, because they're saying it almost doesn't really matter right now how much oil we have because the, it, the bottleneck is at the refineries. Right. And one has a fucking fire. And then there's Cal- we have California refineries. Get, what's going on in California around the entire West Coast? The whole weather system. Oh, all the, yeah, flooding and... Closing shit down. Flooding. Yeah. The, well, we, there are numerous refineries all up and down the West Coast right now. We're already getting fucked in our price of gasoline right now. That's going to go up because of that. Right. We don't have a lot of capacity. Then people bring 
blame the Green Party for shutting all that down. They're not shutting it down, and they're the oil companies have said that we're only going to do so much anyway. They they see the writing on the wall that things are going more electric. I'm not going into this transitional period, but it's going to take a little while to get there, but I'm all for new technology, 100%. So there's all that. But, uh, no, I do not think we're going to go into If we do, it's going to be a very mild recession. There's still pen, there's still people have money out there. So here's my point. If you're a boomer, you know, I'm on the edge of that, and then everybody that's older – and they, some of them, a lot of them that don't live around here have good health insurance. They're going to spend a lot of time in the hospital. If you're in the healthcare industry, you're fucking set. You've got it made the rest of your life right now. This is going to take a while for all that group to go in and go through the hospital. You know, insurance is a terrible price. But So there's that. Then you've got people that I know that are owning flight schools and that airplane. And they have a couple. And they have gliders and that kind of shit. They're, most of them are older than me. They have have had pretty good professional jobs. They've invested, too, and some of them dollar-cost average. Mm-hmm. And right about now, because I know some right now, their parents are dying. Their parents were at least okay. They're inheriting a chunk of money. People are going to have money. You have to have a recession. People have to slow down spending, too. you got to have infl- you have to, things have to cost more. we got that. You have to have high unemployment. We don't have that, and that's yeah, not like the not foreseen even future. I'm pulling in, I told you the story, I'm pulling in more airplanes from further away. Why are there not more businesses right now that are doing the kind of work that I do? I don't know. I don't. See, I told you before the holiday on my crew that I said, I don't see this going away. For I just don't see it. I'm going to knock on wood. I'm hoping I won't say this. But then two weeks later, two more flight schools are calling us up with more broken airplanes. And we've heard about you guys do great work and there's no one else really in the whole area. Okay. Someone else can start another business if they want. Go ahead. It's going to take a while to get where they, where I am. Mm-hmm. But yeah, point is, th- th- those guys are out there. Sears still has record sales for Sears's. The flight test pilot was here a couple months ago, and I talked to him. I said, I'm just wondering. Everybody has recession fears. He goes, we're not seeing it. We're racking up orders. It's not going away. He said, and one of the main reasons is people now are starting to learn how to fly that have small families or they're just maybe dating or they're young, single professionals, and none of them want to fuck around with the airlines. And you, know, you can't fly a Cirrus everywhere the airline can. Right. But you can do about half of it in this country if you really want to go. And they're just not going to do it. They don't want to deal with the possible another pandemic or all the fights that we've all seen. Mm-hmm. The security lines. You don't have to do any. You can carry as much cocaine and guns in the Cirrus as you want. Did I just say that out loud? Cocaine, guns. <laughs> cocaine, <laughs> guns, and a guitar. Right. That's a Johnny Cash album <laughs> with a Cirrus SR-22 on the front of it. God. Jesus. So that, that's the point. You don't have to do security lines. People don't know that. Probably they don't. If you have your own or have a friend that has a small plane, you want to fly from here to Albuquerque, yeah. no, no one cares except the pilot. Maybe he cares. Maybe or he doesn't if, care. if somebody would stop buying so much avocado toast and get yourself a plane <laughs> where we can go straight from King, <laughs> fuel up in Kingman and land in Honolulu. Right. That's what I fucking want it, Paul. Excuse me, Paul. I understand you went from not pauper, but you all of a sudden these last two years you have a whole, you went from Cirrus to a jet, and then this. How did you do it? How did you acquire a G6? I, I, for, I, I, how did that happen? I had a friend that told me just to lay off the avocado toast. And crazy. That, that was enough. That's crazy. That's a that's a, <laughs> it's a true success story. A true <laughs> rags-to-riches story. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> fucking God. So, so you went from 10% to the 1%. Right. I'm just very happy. On, uh, just less, fewer just avocados. Fewer avocados. Helps the drought. Right? Because yes. avocados are drought thirsty. Drought thirsty? 
Water are, they water, are they water thirsty? They have to be. They're dense and Yeah, heavy. but they don't grow in places that are irrigated, I don't think. Where's the avocado from originally? The original? Sa- Central America. Central and South. Or sa- sure? yeah, Central America. Yeah. America. The Aztecs had a term for the avocado was ahuatl, which means testicle. So, yes, it's a very old Central American I'm going to write that word on the tail of As the well you fucking should. And they're going to put a picture, As, of, picture of an avocado that is actually hanging from a man's... Oh, gross. <laughs> Just, wow. <laughs> I love that I, lo- I know that those those stupid... Uh, Weird little... Just little factoids. Factoids, yes. And I usually remember the context in which somebody explained them to me. And this, in this time, it was uh, Rick Bayless, one of the best uh, 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 chefs out there who was in real estate for in Chicago for 20 years, made millions of dollars, right. but damn near had a nervous breakdown. Right. Decided to go to Mexico on vacation and then just kind of didn't go back to Chicago for five years. Right. Went to Culinary Institute of America and then opened up two, not one, but two Michelin-starred Mexican restaurants wow. in Chicago. Right, right out of the gate, you Rick, said. Rick Bayless, and I steal the fuck out of his recipes constantly. Oh, man. Uh, amazingly enough, do you know who his brother is, who's been in the news lately? Skip Bayless. The ESP, I think he's, or not ESPN. Ah, he might be ESPN. He's a sports oh. anchor and analyst, and he made some really shitty Lude. comments really yeah. recently he does this all the time yeah. it's just what he made was some truly insensitive shit about uh the uh, D- uh damar hamlin the guy oh, that the got guy hit the in the chest Buffalo last Bills. week yeah and he made some really dumbass comments and there are people are asking trying to get him fired i'm like if he wasn't fired for the shit that he said before he's not gonna get fired right but skip bayless and his brother rick who's a genuinely good human being do not speak rick bayless addressed this like last week when his brother said some dumb shit and he got tagged with it on Twitter. He goes, are you going to defend your brother? He goes, I have not defended my brother in 35 years. Right. I'm definitely not going to start not now. Start and I was like, now. damn. And what do you think about your brother doing this? I don't really give a shit. I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not following his footsteps. We're not, we're not walking in lockstep. Yeah. Or goose step. We're not. <laughs> walking in goose step. <laughs> wow. I think that was the original title to uh, the seminal <laughs> classic Walking in Memphis. <laughs> Why don't we make it take some black and white footage of of, oh, stop. of the 1930s Germany? <laughs> Persia Americana or the avocado possibly originated in the Tehuacan Valley in the state of Puebla, Mexico. Nice. Although fossil evidence suggests similar species were much more widespread millions of years ago. However, there is evidence for three possible separate domestications of the avocado, uh, resulting in the currently uh, recognized Mexican A-O-A-C-A-T-L. It's Aoacatl. Which is hard as fuck to say because I'm not a, I'm not an Aztec. That's why those guys went away because their language is too hard to. They kept <laughs> clearly that's what it was. <laughs> it, it wasn't the disease and destruction no. from the conquistadors or anything like that. It was definitely their own fault. Um, they didn't pick themselves up by their bootstraps. Boot and they didn't have any boots. Well, they didn't have any boots. How they, they also have didn't the have the wheel. Yeah, oh, they didn't, did they? Nope. They got all that shit done without the wheel. The Americas, the entire America. Think about that. Think of all the giant shit wow. that was built throughout the Americas. Yeah, they Native have... Americans were just dragging shit around. Yeah, that's what they were literally doing. They, they were, were literally just dragging, dragging everything around. Yeah, yeah. Without the wheel, that's crazy, pants. Think about that. It's odd how that happens. Like, like how come they didn't see a log rolling and then somebody went, "Hey, look at that." I don't know. It I... goes down a hill. Why don't we just take a piece of that? I don't know, man. Or put something on it and roll it down the hill and see what happens. You know. That's how that kind of shit happens. And then strap some grunting caveman to it. And that, like, oh, that's like the, that's like the beginnings of uh, what, what's the fucking show? The uh, the movies movies that all went everybody would kick each other on the kick each other in the balls and set each other on fire. What's that fucking show? God damn it! That what's his name? 
those famous movies where people got hurt all the time. Jackass. Oh, Jackass. That was I was like, where the fuck is he going with Thank these you. sentence fragments? <laughs> that was the hurt. That was the early form of jackass where they had the people, hey, why don't you sit on that log? Except they were getting chased by saber-toothed tigers right, and, and shit. And we'll just watch you and see what happens. Let's, let's see what happens. <laughs> that's how I mean. That's how we figured out what not what what you should and should not eat. It's like, all right, well, Frank died, so right. we're not going to eat that plant anymore. Those right. berries look good. Sorry, Frank. Uh, I'll take care of your wife and your one kid. So really the whole evolution of mankind was really just kind of an, a long centuries and millennia of jackassery. I like to think that it was a bunch of women <laughs> sitting around watching these guys do dumb shit go. to themselves. There they go. Oh, look, you see one now. Look oh, look, he's okay, I'm going to need a, uh, probably a new life partner. Uh, I have no, I no longer have a mate. He is, his head is turned around the wrong way. Because they were smart. They said, why don't you guys go out and, and discover things and do things. And we'll stay. It's not that they were, they were smarter. They weren't fucking, people, or they, were, they were dumb because they didn't discover all this stuff. No, no, no. They were smart. And they were pushing you out there to say, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny if you think about it. Like, I'm sure an evolutionary biologist would sit in here all autistic about it and be like, well, actually, you know, I'm like, can we just have some humor in, in, in your fucking mind a little bit? They had to be smart, though, because they were they're the caretakers of the of their offspring. They had to make sure they were safe and all that. So, yeah, there probably there's a little the, bit of truth to that. I'm sure there was. So they had to keep the offspring safe. It's like, oh, I want to go with dad. No, no, no. You're not going out with not dad. He's a 50, 50 chance he's going to get eaten by a fucking lion. Right. 100%. And then at some point you learn how to hunt and be smart. And you evolve and get more intelligent that way. Anyway, recession, I'm not buying it. I think there's plenty of money out there that's not being spent. You hear these big money guys on CNBC saying it's like some ridiculous amount. It's like they calculate out and know that there's like, I don't know, $5 trillion of money sitting on the sidelines, meaning it's in long-term cash accounts from people that have It's not going CDs. into the economy. Yeah, economy. It's, just it's just sitting, sitting there. It's sitting there making people money. Right. Yeah. Um, low interest rates right now, but who gives a shit? It's still there. Yeah. Someone can say, I 1% want- 1% of a trillion dollars is uh, a lot of fucking money. Some me times a million people want a pair of Thursday boots. Yeah. And they're going to boom. They're going to keep that company. And they grew. They Again, they're- Good quality, and they had to expand. They expand, yeah. There's money out there that's spending money. So, yes, inflation's still going to be a little bit of a problem, and the Fed's trying to slow it down by raising interest rates. I'll tell you I, what is kind of dying is the housing market right now. But that usually is a huge factor for the economy. It's not really hitting the overall economy right now. I mean, it's housing just the housing market. Down, yeah. And usually it makes a bigger dent, and it's just not yet, or it's not really, you know, and it's going to keep Home Depot prices for wood lower. And things like that, because people are going to, you know, they're backing off. No one's staying in and modifying the house from right. COVID. And yeah. then the housing, even contractors buy big piles from other companies, but they still use Home Depots and places like that to buy shit. You know, so if they're slowing down building, it's going to keep those home builder prices. I mean, the actual prices at Home Depot and places like that uh, on at, at check, checked, you know, to make sure they're not going out of control. Fuel is coming down a little bit. There's still major pent up energy to go traveling from people. Yeah. You probably have it. I still do. Every time I do it, I'm like, God damn, I need to get more traveling more. And I don't have the big bug. People are going to Europe now, but not near as much. There's a big pile of people that are still kind of waiting to go to Europe. China's kind of partially shutting down again because of all the COVID. You've seen all the news on their yeah. morgues again. They're getting satellite imagery from morgues now. Ooh. They're, they're saying they're getting loaded up. If you want to believe it, fine. I mean, I do believe that some of this is real information. Because why would it benefit us to get this information and spread it out? Who gives a fuck directly what we're doing with Chinese? Debt? Well, yeah, I mean, it would have the it, it, the the effect would be panic. Yeah, and and it's not. I mean, not really. A and thing. and there's more onshoring going on now, right yes. now with f- building 
steel. You know, we have a nice new car is the top steel company, or one of them in the country yeah. right now, and they're onshoring big time right now. We're expanding here to do steel capacity, some good paying jobs in Kingman. I'm not saying it's all roses now, but I don't see people are looking at each other going, I don't really see a see a fucking recession. You know, all the airlines are just going, yeah, we're packed. And it's not, there's no, people are buying tickets months out now. Wait, you know, it's just not, have y'all sales slowed down at the brewery? I don't think so. Not that I've seen. I don't, In fact, they picked up over the last six months or so. Right. So I, I just. Like yeah. December, what was it, December? Yeah, this past December was the best December we've ever had. Yeah. That's what I was told. I don't know exactly what the dollar amount is. I'm sure I could dig and find it, but I don't and know. But I, it was the best December we've had since we opened uh, in 2013. And this talk of recession has been going on for months. It's been going on for a long time. And guess what? It has kind of calmed down now after what? After the election. After yeah. the midterms. Biden's running us into the ground because of all the money we're spending. Okay, Trump spent a shitload too. Whatever you want to They all that. do. Right. Every, it, the Republicans aren't fiscally sound. Go fuck yourselves. It's not, um, there is no difference right now, and that's why people want to start a new, you know, um, what do you want to call it? Um, uh, Republican, Democrat, a new party. party. Thank you, a party. Oh, my God. You're struggling. For some words. calorie deficit. It is. Um, so, they both spend money all over the place. That's the way it is. They're spending money on more Social Security, health care, all the kind of shit's going to happen. I, I don't see... I just don't see it around the as, corner. Uh, as unemployment stays low mm-hmm. and large-scale employers, like the bigger companies, have trouble finding people, Right? do you see on the horizon collapse of some of the bigger names in, say, retail or industries? That's going to be a problem because, With the reason I again, ask, I keep saying the Thursday Boot Company, they don't have a retail store. They have one, and it's in New York City. Oh, but, that, that's but that's their flag. It. That's but, it. But that's it. It's oh, like, yeah, it but, I looked at it. It looks like it's about 400 square feet. I don't know how many... Shoes they sell a month, a day, right. a week. I have no idea. They're not in. They could probably sell every one they did if they were going to be in. I don't know. If Macy's is still a freaking thing right. anymore. It I is. have no idea. So they're not doing that though. But you're right. They're they set up on their own. They're small business and they're manufacturing on their own, selling with UPS. Driver pulls up. Here's your shoes. We all know this is going on. Right. That's a huge part of the economy, and so I do see a problem there with those. It's part of the evolution of. Of the economy and business and culture, is this like the do you, how everything in capitalism is is pretty much cyclical? Do you think that it could be uh, a more of uh, like we would move more back on a, like a long cycle, like you were talking about the forty year cycle? Yeah, right. But it, let's say you went on like say a hundred and thirty year cycle. You go back one hundred and thirty years. That's what eighteen ninety two, right? So 130 years ago, 1892, <clears throat> every little town had a cobbler. Yes. Every little town Ooh, had you know this and that and the other. I kind of want some cobbler now. It just, no. <laughs> Stop. A shoe person. Oh. So I don't trigger your sweet habit. I don't want that kind of cobbler. Habit. Hobnobbing your shoe, cobbler. Hob, hobnobbing your gobbler. <laughs> Hob, go- cobbler. You fucking goblin. <laughs> anyway. Do you, are you seeing more of a return, or do you see this potentially being a return to things made more locally and by smaller companies? Yes. Because people are becoming more and more aware of big companies. Here's an example right and now. they don't like them. They don't want it. They open up their own place, like Thursday Boots it's or some, on, any number of one things. One of my employees right now, as you know, is eat up with, with 3D printing. People with 3D printing right. just make little chess pieces. Yeah, that's the stupid part of it. But this, he's really getting into design engineering some stuff now. And you, I don't know if I told you this or not, but there's a company now that has a, a crank... Uh, uh, a crankcase 
drier for aircraft, especially in the south, where you, you fly and then still in the crankcase is humid air. There's yeah, there's humidity. Yeah. So anyway, this company they've been around for a while, but they're really starting to to get rolling now. They're not huge, but because aviation's not that big, but through another business person here. They said, oh, hey, we heard you guys are playing around. It's not me. It's my one of my employees. And I helped him kind of get his foot in the door with that company just a little bit. And I don't care if he makes side money on this. He can, he's already designed some few, few pieces for them, some special caps and screws that fit a certain way. And he gave him a price where he's making really good profit, and he's, they, they want him to do some more stuff. Oh, wow. But that's just an example. But he goes, Paul, I'm never going to quit here. I said, you may someday. He goes, yeah, but it's not any time real soon. He goes, because he can he can set up, there's an example, speaking of 3D printing, these parts work for this, and he's making beautiful pieces. You saw the custom yeah. stuff for me he's doing now. Yeah. He can set up a design, and on the, these, little, these caps, this little, you saw the thing. Our, our listeners can't see it. Don't worry about it. These, but different. You saw that part. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, it's a version of that. Anyway, but you don't just make one of these. His 3D printer bed is this big, so you can make a hundred of these. The printer goes in there, and while you're sleeping. Yeah, we all know this. It's, it's nothing new, but that's what it happens. So he can. Do, it may take still a couple days to make these, but he can make a hundred. It's no. He's not doing anything. Yeah, it's taking. God said, you need to figure out. I told him this too. He goes, Oh my God, you're getting into detail. I said, That's what I am doing. You need to figure out how much electricity your 3d printer costs you know per hour to run just figure out the wattage consumption that's easy to do just so you know your expenses 100 percent. but but you can make 10 of these or 100 of them a month at night you have the file it's already you just pull up the file and boom print it on a grid and you're good to go yeah that's it he can make on the side almost as much money as this as he's making with me right now so so there's another example. Yet another example. It's of kind like of that. a modern cobbler, even though it's not for shoes. But Fuck, you know, I want some apple cobbler <laughs> with ice cream. I oh, homemade ice cream. I, I'll I'll let myself dream about this, and tor- I don't mind torching myself occasionally because I'm not going to have that right now. I'm not going to choke you, Paul. Not even with a spotter. That's not what I mean. Okay. Uh, like homemade. Oh, really? Super flaky. Like it's almost like a uh, a German. What's the German apple thing? Strudel. Strudel. Apple strudel. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Think about a warm apple strudel with homemade ice cream on it right now. Please. I can only get so erect. <laughs> really? I haven't seen. Yeah. You. With all this talk about recession and and then strudel, strudel and three <laughs> D printing. I'm fixing a three D print a baby right now. <laughs> so that's a local. That's another local small business. Yeah. You absolutely. Never would have done that. So the technology yeah. is getting is, is this. A and that's th- and that's yet one other person who's not going to be employed by a large company. And those large he companies will never are, be. I'm telling you right it. now that Ashley and Dylan. I don't think, that, and I'm the biggest company probably they're ever going to work for. We're planning right. on going a little bit bigger here, but that's that's it. And it may, may quit in five years. I have no idea. Right. I may leave this in five years. Um, but there's another example. So, yeah, is it going to be – hopefully we'll have more less corporate big fucking stuff like we hate in this town, Dollar Generals. I know they're filling the purpose. And more of downtown that's got more specialized local people that are doing things that people really want. Right, you know, we, we get back to that, and that that's kind of a cycle. And as that is a cycle, becomes yeah. more and more more and more common. Those uh, small shop prices that are sometimes higher, mm-hmm. just because of the economics of owning a business, mm-hmm. are starting to come down. Yeah. I noticed that when I went to West of Third the other day. Wow, nice. I don't mind paying money for top quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, especially if it's something better than what I can get at a big box store, and I yeah. can support my friends. Yeah, you know. 
So, uh, so that, there's some, yeah, there's I money loved, for that I, too. Yeah. When people are traveling around on Route 66 to visit Kingman, Arizona. It's one of their stops, and the group that's retired or early retired in a motor home, and they have money because their investments were good, and they their parents died, and right. here they go. Yeah, I I just don't see a, I don't. You can call me out when it happens. If it really if we have a big bomb recession, hopefully we're still recording. But I'm sure I, it will yeah. Because be. if if they're saying if it happens, it's going to be this year. Everybody's saying it. it's going to happen this year. You know, maybe 2024 early, but for sure this year if it does. So a year from now, maybe I'm totally wrong and we're recording off of using shoestrings and uh, <laughs> in wax tube fucking Edison gramophone just drinking my own piss to get right. make ends meet yeah right listen to our it, podcast that nobody can listen to because here we'll send you a record for all five dollars a month we'll send you a fo- wind up phonograph and a record <laughs> a wax cylinder of our recording right so i, I just don't, i i'm not being optimistic i just, just don't being i really just don't i don't see it People are talking about it because they just like talking. It'll about be interesting it. the uh, uh, the input that I I get the unsolicited input I might add Josh uh, from my friend Josh Gagno whenever mm-hmm. we start talking about um, uh, finance stuff because mm-hmm. I know I don't know what I'm talking about and he always has some sort of commentary and nine times out of ten he is agreeing without it agreeing with you right about stuff but I always like to I always wonder what his take on it is the CEO he would be a phenomenal guest if he lived sure. within 600 miles if a he year. ever comes to town we'll have him on the, the CEO of uh, T-Mobile was on CNBC this morning and he was on there for a while and they were talking about stuff and they go oh my god people aren't buying expensive iPhones now and because that's not true you know there's he goes the, the two top phone you didn't even name them the two top phone companies which is you know it's it's iPhone and I guess uh, Samsung, yeah, the Galaxy. Yeah. I assume it's number. Google is out there, but they have some good, nice cameras on their phones. By the way, Google. They do absolutely. I know they're. They different. have very nice phones. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I just I won't ever be an Android person. Right. It just doesn't work with me. I get it. So, um, but he's saying we're not really, because some some of it's shifting a little bit, maybe. But we've they have other phones they can buy, and we're just not seeing an overall big slowdown. It's just you know they and he's trying to be fair with their business and their business model where they get more of their money also in subscriptions for phone service and things. Gaming is just massive. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. It's just it won't it won't go away. It's just huge. Which I am not a part of. But there's a whole world out there. There's a whole world of video people are making breaking money in for yep. TikTok videos and video gaming and whatever platforms are out there watching there's a business for watching people play video games. I don't know how that works. I feel so bad for never getting um, paid for all the times my brothers were watching me play Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> or Super Mario Brothers. I think that's bullshit. Th- that's a real thing. There are people that make yes, a I mean, lot of called, money. It's that... been around for like ten years. It's called Twitch. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. There it and is. And there's other, you know, there's other uh, platforms, but that was that's kind of the big one. But I tell you, one thing with the old school of old money, where uh, uh, um, Warren Buffett failed completely, he said. One of the biggest investments that he did not believe in, didn't understand, because he didn't understand it, was Google. Yeah. And they were really, really cheap decades ago now, a couple decades, 30 years, how long, I don't know how long they've been around. But anyway, he goes, I didn't understand, I didn't understand how they could make money. I don't get, because he's really big into railroad companies, steel companies. Right. That kind of, you know, he likes tangible things like that, and he, he admits it. But that's okay. He's an older, he goes, I didn't get it. I don't know how you could make money with this world. And he goes, I just, I just passed it by, and he, he's still wealthy. Anybody that owns Berkshire Hathaway stock, there's one you can buy into. By the way, yeah, it's going to be he's going to be dead before too much longer. But he's got some good successors to manage the Berkshire Hathaway portfolio. And but again, he missed the big Google 
his fund would have been worth probably five times bigger than it is now, but it's still the biggest one out there. It's still the, the biggest one the out there. The point is yeah. it was steady, slow, steady investment over solid. That's it. So no matter what you do for a chunk of time, that's it. Back to earlier part of the conversation. And that's it. That's all i got to say about that. All right, that's all, Paul. That's all I've got this week, too. Invest and don't worry about recession fears. Long haul, doesn't matter anyway. Well, I'm not worried about the recession now. Cool. Yeah, right. you can sleep better. I can't. Yeah, let's go I, get some. I can't wait. Let's go pick up some cobbler. What do you think? I'm gonna go get some cobbler. Okay. All right. Have a good week, folks. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.